Hello, and welcome to Unthrive, the podcast that brings some church to those that aren't feeling welcome in their local churches. We'll have some Bible, some preaching, and some prayer. My name is David, and before my arrest in prison time, I was a pastor for almost six years. Since my release, I've been fortunate to find a church that welcomed me despite my past, but I know there are lots of folks out there who haven't found that. I pray that you do find a local church, but know you're always welcome here. If you have prayer requests, ideas, or just want to connect, email me at enthriveus at gmail.com. That's I-N-T-H-R-I-V-E-U-S at gmail.com. Or find me on Facebook at Enthrive Media and Instagram at EnthriveUS. Once again, that's I-N-T-H-R-I-V-E-U-S. Thank you for your patience on these new episodes. I went on a road trip and apparently didn't set things up the right way on my hosting platform, so things did not get posted when I wanted them to. But I'm back home now, and the normal weekly drop will be starting soon. So today's podcast is all about when it's just your mama. You know, when everyone has turned their back on you except that one person. Some of us is going to be your mom, for others it's another relative or loved one. But what do we do when there's just that one person left standing by our side? All right, well, let's go ahead and get started. Let's just ask God into our hearts now. Let's ask God into our presence that God might be with us during this time, that he might encourage us and strengthen us through the word that he brings us in his scripture so that we know that God is with us at all times. Lord, we just thank you that you love us. We thank you that you are with us. And because we know you are with us, you know we know that you know all of our sins. We know that you know all of our shortcomings. And though they embarrass us and we might be shy and afraid to admit them to you, you already know, Lord. Lord, just help us to confess our sins to you so that the burden might be lifted off our shoulders because Jesus has taken the punishment for our sins. He has taken all the penalty of our shortcomings and has taken them away from us. He has restored us in the new life that comes from his resurrection. Lord, we just ask now that we receive that forgiveness you, that you promise so that we might be able to live a life that is full of your life and your joy and your peace. In your Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen. All right, so our first reading today comes from Isaiah, Prophet Isaiah, chapter 61, verses 7 through 11. And here we hear that the Lord clothes his people with the garments of salvation and covers them with a robe of righteousness. And Mary, who we will hear about in the gospel reading, has the unique honor of being the one from whom the righteous one sprouts on earth before all the nations. So Isaiah 61, verses 7 through 11. Instead of your shame, there shall be a double portion. Instead of dishonor, they shall rejoice in their lot. Therefore, in their land, they shall possess a double portion. They shall have everlasting joy. For I, the Lord, love justice. I hate robbery and wrong. I will faithfully give them their recompense and I will make an everlasting covenant with them. Their offspring shall be known among the nations, 
and their descendants in the midst of the peoples. All who see them shall acknowledge them, that they are an offspring the Lord has blessed. I will greatly rejoice in the Lord. My soul shall exalt in my God. For he has clothed me with the garments of salvation. He has covered me with a robe of righteousness. As a bridegroom decks himself like a priest with a beautiful headdress, and as a bride adorns herself with jewels. For as the earth brings forth its sprouts, and as a garden causes what is sown in it to sprout up, so the Lord God will cause righteousness and praise to sprout up before all the nations. Our next reading comes from Galatians, Paul's letter to the Galatians, chapter 4, verses 4 through 7. Paul echoes Mary and Elizabeth as he proclaims, God sent forth his son, born of woman, born under the law, to redeem those who were under the law, so that we might receive adoption as sons. Once again, this is Galatians 4, verses 4 through 7. But when the fullness of time had come, God sent forth his son, born of a woman, born under the law, to redeem those who were under the law, so that we might receive adoptions as sons. And because you are sons, God has sent the Spirit of his Son into our hearts, crying, Abba, Father. So you are no longer a slave, but a son. And if a son, then an heir through God. Our Gospel reading comes from Gospel of Luke, chapter 1, verses 39 through 55. Here, Mary rejoices in God, her Savior. The Lord was gracious to her. She believed that there would be a fulfillment of what was spoken to her from the Lord. That is why all generations will call her blessed. Likewise, blessed are those who hear the word of God and keep it. In those days, Mary arose and went with haste into the hill country, to a town in Judah. And she entered the house of Zechariah and greeted Elizabeth. And when Elizabeth heard the greeting of Mary, the baby leaped in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. And she exclaimed with a loud cry, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. And why is this granted to me that the mother of my Lord should come to me? For behold, when the sound of your greeting came to my ears, the baby in my womb leaped for joy. And blessed is she who believed that there would be a fulfillment of what was spoken to her from the Lord. And Mary said, My soul magnifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior, for he has looked on the humble estate of his servant. For behold, from now on all generations will call me blessed, for he who is mighty has done great things for me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is for those who fear him from generation to generation. He has shown strength with his arm. He has scattered the proud and the thoughts of their hearts. He has brought down the mighty from their thrones and exalted those of humble estate. He has filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he has sent away empty. He has helped his servant Israel in remembrance of his mercy. As he spoke to our fathers, to Abraham, and to his offspring forever. That ends our readings for today. Let's go ahead and take a moment and focus ourselves on what it means to be a Christian, what it means to believe in God as we um, confess the Apostles' Creed. If you know this, please feel free to say it out loud along with me. If not, just listen to these words 
they describe what it, it means to believe in God. So we confess, I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended to heaven and is seated at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From there he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. All right, well, welcome back once again to the In Thrive podcast. A little bit of Jesus for those who don't feel welcome at church. And my name is David. And today, today we're going to be talking about when it's just your mama. You know, who's that one person that stayed with you through it all, no matter what it was? If there was, I, I want to recognize that some of us have gone through times in life when no one was willing to walk with us except God. If you're in that spot now, I'm saying an extra prayer for you because the darkness can be overwhelming. But let me tell you, the light of God is stronger than any darkness, even when we feel abandoned, especially when we feel like we're all alone. God sends his Holy Spirit to be with you, to strengthen and encourage you, so you will know God loves you and hasn't left you. Now, in our daily life, for most of us, there's one person who stood with you through it all. They might not be able to do exactly what you want them to do, but they have been there for you. Phone calls, letters, visits, emails. For many of us, that was our mother. The family bond is strong. For those of us that don't have that positive mother figure, I want you to think of that person that fills that, feels that role, that nurturing, unconditional love they bring to you. Now today we hear about Mary, the mother of Jesus. I want you to think for a minute, what was it like being Jesus' mother? I mean, it starts off kind of crazy to begin with, with all that pregnancy stuff, right? Angels coming to tell her about what's going on. Then when Jesus is actually born, you get these shepherds. They come to see her, and the wise men, the, the magi from the east, come a little bit later on. As Jesus gets older, he has a pretty normal life, but then he wanders off in the temple, this massive temple, and is missing for days as his family tries to track him down. And Jesus gets a little bit older, he starts preaching, large crowds begin to come around. That's got to be kind of exciting. But you know, that doesn't always rub people the right way. Then he ends up getting publicly humiliated and executed. That's, I mean, you don't think it can get much worse than that. Then he's raised from the dead, only to leave her as he ascends into heaven. I mean, that's what Mary went through is amazing. You know, she 